Hello, welcome everybody to the Crosspoint Scripture Podcast. It's your host, Pastor Josiah. Got my Bible open. And some joy in my heart to get into the Scripture with you guys. Um, our last episode was in 2 Corinthians, which um, I was talking about back then is kind of an underappreciated book or maybe just not opened as often, which is too bad because there's riches in it. And uh, we are going to be examining one of those riches today because we're going back to 2 Corinthians uh, to a beautiful verse. One you guys have probably heard um, gets a lot of play as far as Bible verses go. But it is, for me, um, definitely a favorite. I always laugh about the fact that preachers are always saying such and such a verse is their favorite, and I'm as guilty as anybody. But And this is one of my favorites. Okay, and it's very rich. And so um, if you want, let's get into it. Second Corinthians chapter 3. We'll be in verse 18. All right. And reading from the ESV, it says this, 2 Corinthians 3, 18. And we all, with unveiled face, beholding the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from one degree of glory to another, for this comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. Right. Second Corinthians 3.18, And we all with unveiled face, beholding the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from one degree of glory to another, for this comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. All right, there's a lot here. The context um, is Paul talking about the difference between the Old and New Covenant. So the Old Covenant given by Moses had the laws of God, the ways that his people transgressed him, and the way of sacrifices and temporary atonement of sin through sacrifices and washings and the right um, observation of their holidays and things like that. And so there's that, and then there's the New covenant, uh, the law written on our hearts, uh, the presence of the Holy Spirit in our lives, so that as we actually act, um, live with and in the presence of the Holy Spirit, uh, believing, having faith in his presence with us, um, we are being transformed not to outwardly conform to a law or a rule, but to inwardly from our heart agree to and be conformed to uh, the ways of God, the way God really is, what is really right in his heart and in his mind. And the way we do that, and we all with unveiled face, um, that's a reference there for those of you who, <clears throat> who, excuse me, are familiar with your Old Testament. Moses alone was allowed to go up to the mountain and sit with God, and it says that God talked with Moses as he would a friend. And... When Moses came down from those conversations with the Lord, his face, because of being so close to the Lord and his glory, his face would be physically glowing in a way that apparently frightened or unnerved uh, the other Israelites. And um, as I, I can understand that. If I came to work with my face glowing, I might alarm a few people. And so it says that Moses used to put a veil over his face. Can you picture that? to keep this from being a disturbing sight to the other Israelites. And then Paul uses that picture to say, we as Christians have are taking that veil away. We want the glory to show. We have an unveiled face. We want the glory of God to shine from us. Isn't that cool? 
That veil is taken away, Paul says, when the Holy Spirit changes our hearts. The Holy Spirit makes brings our... We ask Jesus for his mercy and help in our lives. That veil is taken away. There's nothing to veil us, to block us from seeing the glory of God in the face of Christ. Okay? And so we look at it. Instead of being startled by it, we look right at it. And as we do that, as we gaze at Christ without that veil was see the glory of the Lord. Even better than the reflected glory on Moses' face, we see the actual glory of the Lord. And we are transformed by that into the same image. We become more and more like him. And the reason why that happens is because it comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit, capital S, the Holy Spirit in our lives. And so the Old Covenant, what would change your behavior was the presence of the law in your life. And, And this happens today. There's rules at your work or rules that you're in your family, in your home. And those rules, they, you conform to them or not, you know, maybe you're some, maybe you're a little bit of a rebel, but either way, your behavior is compared to, um, those rules and those laws. But God does not want to transform you or modify your behavior from the outside. He wants you to gaze at his glory on the inside, the work that he is doing as he communicates with you in your heart. Now let's go, that was the last of it, that was the summing up of it. Let's go up just above to just see some of the things I'm talking about here. So in 2 Corinthians 3, let's go to 12. He says, since we have such a hope, we are very bold, not like Moses who would put a veil over his face so that the Israelites might not gaze at the outcome of what was being brought to an end, but their minds were hardened. For to this day, when they read the Old Covenant, that same veil remains unlifted, because only through Christ is it taken away. Yes, to this day, whenever Moses is read, a veil lies over their hearts. But when one turns to the Lord, the veil is removed. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Isn't that awesome? So you got in 17, you have that movement from you turning your life over to Christ, you turn to him, and his Holy Spirit turns to you, and, and takes up residence in your heart. And from that day, you become one of God's people. When one turns to the Lord, the veil is removed. Now the Lord is the Holy Spirit. It's the Spirit of God in your heart. And wherever that Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Freedom from that law, freedom from condemnation, freedom from pride, freedom from the power of sin. And we all with unveiled face, beholding the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from one degree of glory to another. So when you look at God, as he lives in your heart with the Holy Spirit, you you worship by the Spirit, you ask for his enlightenment as you go through your scriptures, uh, we experience the Spirit in others as we gather together Sundays and Wednesdays to worship, we experience the Spirit in our small groups, and our life groups, um, in the hearts of our fellow believers and in our own heart as we worship God, that influence is changing you. It's making you become more like Christ unless you resist it and grieve the Holy Spirit, which is covered in other parts of the New Testament. But when we go with it and we look to Christ instead of other things, it begins to transform us. We're not the same. That relationship with him is actually giving us uh, the character of Christ. And I think one of the most important things we can do is believe that. It's been hard for me to believe in my life that I can change, and I, but I can because the Holy Spirit has taken up residence in my life. I'm his project. And he will have his way in my life. My job is to keep 
believing and knowing he's there and keep my focus in my life on him. So when my focus gets off of him, it's no wonder that I'm not being transformed more and more to be like him. Okay. All right, guys, there's so much more we could do here, man. It's a big, um, second Corinthians series, a big chapter. I would recommend you guys go back and study. It will help you with some of the confusion of old Testament and new Testament law and spirit. Um, there's some kind of some good answers in here. Matter of fact, through the entire letter, there's some good stuff there. Also, Galatians is good for that type of stuff. But for the Crosspoint Scripture podcast, um, I think we're going to have to call it an episode with this one. Okay. All right. It's good being with you guys. We'll see you next time.